Okay. All right. Test, test. Let's see how it sounds. All right. What is up, fam? You've got Laura here in the home office studio. It's been a minute. Um, and by a minute, I mean approximately four months since the last episode. So let me catch you guys up with what's going on. Get a little relaunch of bikini things going. And uh, where did where did I leave off? Okay. So you know what, you guys? Let's just get right into it. So when I last recorded the episode with Dr. Kirsten Singler was awesome. I'm so glad that that um, was valuable to so many of you. I got a lot of positive feedback. And so that last episode, I recorded that as I was recovering from COVID. So I actually got COVID for the first time ever over around Memorial Day weekend, like that Saturday of Memorial Day, there was the Cal, the muscle contest show in here in California that was a pro bodybuilding show. And that night I came home, started feeling very, very sick, very rapidly. And the next morning tested positive for COVID. I had a lot of the symptoms like a lack of taste, smell, etc. I recovered pretty quickly. I had to spend a few days just chilling and sleeping. Um, and that was in the middle of my prep. So it did, it did affect some things. And I want to kind of catch up on that, talk about the prep itself, how the shows went, the placements I got, the feedback, uh, what's happened since I finished up my competition season, what's going on with me, the team, the business, and what's coming up through the end of this year. So just diving right into it, the rest of the prep was fairly smooth after recovering from COVID. So that was very beginning of June. And I was originally supposed to get on show on stage for either the Chicago Pro or the Vancouver Pro or some shows kind of mid-July. And because of that, I did lose a few weeks where I just wasn't at 100% with my training, cardio, etc. So the first week or two kind of bouncing back from being sick, I was in the gym. I did what I needed to do, but I just definitely wasn't 100%. I felt more fatigued. My respiration and breathing was a little bit more labored. So that was a bit of a transition. And so that kind of delayed my timeline. So my first show that I did was the Pacific USA. That's through Muscle Contest on August 13th in San Diego. So fairly local. It felt awesome. I could have, I had so many friends and loved ones, uh, connections in this world of bodybuilding here in Southern California at that show. And it just felt amazing. So I ended up placing in the first call out. I got eighth in that show, and and there were several ladies that had qualified for Olympia. I think I even beat some some ladies that were qualified for Olympia, and some that are now are qualified after this season. So it was a competitive show, as well as there were some past Olympians, like Evie Escalar, like Jasmine Gonzalez, in that lineup. So that felt great. So I got eighth, and the feedback from head judge Terakal Gundy was, to just come in a little bit tighter in my hamstrings and glutes. And if I had done that, I would have been top five. So that was uh, both, it was it was very bittersweet feedback. It felt great. And it felt great to hear that I was at the level to be in the top five. And I think in hindsight, that show, it was extremely hot in San Diego that weekend. So it was like in the 90s. And keep in mind that show, that venue, the Sheraton near the San Diego Harbor, it's right on the water. So if if it's in the 90s, right on the ocean. That's basically a heat wave. And the, the venue itself was in this like outdoor tent. So I think a couple things kind of went on that caused me to retain a little bit of water. I was actually quite lean going into that show and going into that peak week. My hamstrings were nice and prominent. If I, if you look back or if I were to show some of my check-in photos that 
maybe I'll post on repost on my Instagram or something. My hamstrings were very visible. So the tines were crispy. So I think what happened is that number one, whenever I'm really overheated to the point where I'm dehydrated, I, I kind of actually get puffy in my extremities. So I'll hold water in my hands and my ankles. That's just something that I've always known about myself. So I don't think that helped. But outside of that, one thing I did too, that was a, maybe you could call a rookie mistake was that I cut off my salt intake completely. Typically in the past, even if I've, I hate to say this, but even if I've been directed to cut out salt completely, I will not cut it out completely. I'll cut out about, I don't know, 75 to 90% of what I'm using because it actually, it's needed to have a little bit of sodium to uptake carbs into the muscles. So if you completely cut it off, you're losing out on that ability. And also what can happen too, is if you're completely cutting off salt, so you have salt and you completely cut it off, you can actually increase your aldosterone, which is uh, something that regulates the water retention and expulsion through your kidneys. So I think what I did is by cutting it off rapidly the Thursday before the show, I increased my aldosterone, which increased my water retention, and that really showed up in the back of my legs. So Overall, I felt great about that show. My weight, I want to say at about six feet tall, I was like about 149, 150 before I went on stage. And I had my beautiful purple fuchsia suit from Toxic Angels. I went with a molded cup for the first time ever. And I think that looked really beautiful. And for me, I think it helped create more roundness and fullness to my overall look. So that was my new suit this year. The molded tops, if you guys haven't seen them, and I know a lot of suit makers have versions of suits like this, they're more structured. So they look a little bit more like a push-up bra almost where they're round, they're firm, they give you a lot more lift and cleavage if you are smaller chested as well. But even if you're not, it just gives you a lot more structure and lift. And it's it's a bit more, I, I kind of say it's more of like a European look. So for a long time, the European bikini competitors have worn these more rounded type molded tops that are newer here in the States. So that show went amazing. I felt great. We went out to this really nice restaurant in downtown San Diego in Little Italy that was like the steakhouse with this like beautiful terrace. I think it's called Born and Raised. The service was so slow. Um, We were really starving by then because it was like almost 10 p.m. at night by the time we were actually there, had our reservation eating, but the food itself was very good. And then after that, I did Nashville the week, uh, one week later. My weight had dropped the peak week in between. And so at that point, I was around 147 going into Nashville. So I did feel maybe a little small. And I placed 11th when they originally had me in the callouts. They originally had me in ninth place. So just missing the first callout and in the middle of the second callout. And then kind of moving me around, I ended up in 11th. But that was a very large show. That was about 36 bikini pros in the open show. There There was a master show as well that I'm not, I'm not quite old enough to do masters yet. So just in the open, but out of 36, pretty solid. And the feedback that I got from head judge Sandy was to just create more fullness, more size in my upper body, especially my shoulders. So I wasn't shocked by that. I think I kind of knew going into this season overall that I probably could still be a little too small to be a top tier bikini athlete. And obviously there's a part of me that would love to go to Olympia, would love to be an Olympian, but also being a coach and being very invested in this sport, I study it, I live it, I breathe it. And I kind of had a sense that you, you may not be big enough, Laura. And that's just the fact that I'm a six feet tall, a six foot tall athlete. And most bikini athletes are somewhere between, you know, five, nothing and five, four. So even, 
even on the taller side, even if I'm next to a girl that's 5'4", I'm eight inches taller than her. That's not even that's not even the same person. It's not even the same type of body. And even the other tall competitors out there, like Phoebe, my posing coach this year, she's 5'9", Masa, 5'10". I'm still inches taller than those ladies. You know, Laura Lee is on the tall side. She's about 5'8". Janet is 5'9". I'm still inches and inches taller than, you know, the tallest athletes that are well-known, so to speak. So it's just a different challenge. And it takes patience and humility to frame your mindset in a way where you're okay with being patient, things taking longer, and kind of being in the sport with a little bit of a disadvantage, so to speak. And I I hate even saying that because it feels just like such a victim mindset, which it's it's really not. Like, don't get me wrong, guys. I love being tall. Being tall has so many positive things um, that I think I've experienced in my life. And statistically, if you're tall, you're more likely to make more money at work. Um, so there's a lot of benefits to being tall, but in the sport of bikini, it is kind of a disadvantage until I'm big enough to look competitive. And that line is somewhat fine because if you, you know, are a little overzealous with some, you know, chemicals or PEDs and you blast off on a bunch of drugs, you could easily overshoot the look and size of bikini. And I've seen, I've seen many people do that. Um, I'm not talking just tall competitors, but I've seen girls chasing their pro cards, And, you know, whatever they're supplementing with, you know, they overshoot the mark for bikini. So all of a sudden they're looking figure or women's physique even, or all of a sudden, you know, maybe they do look bikini, but all of a sudden it's like, oh man, their jaw is really getting wide or their hairline is really receding or man, their hair is really looking sparse around their face and they're losing hair and, or their voice is changing. That's another huge thing. Um, And so all of those things are just honestly caused by a lack of patience at the end of the day, because that's, that's the main way competitors in general, both men and women shorten their careers is going too ham on drugs too quickly. But at the same time, um, you know, if you're just being patient and taking the time you could have gotten there sooner. And then as a woman, you throw in, throw in the complexity that you've got your femininity to maintain, if that's something that's important to you. And if you lose that, you put that in jeopardy, depending on which symptom it is and the severity, it's it's not reversible. So if you, you know, change your shape of your face, your jaw shape, that's not going to go back to normal. Um, you know, if your voice is permanently deepened, that's not going to go back to normal. You can't just supplement with female hormones and have that reverse because you've changed your vocal cords. So for me, I'm playing a long game and I know that and I've shifted my mindset in that way. Um, I think I think my mindset was all, always like that. But it you know, don't get me wrong. This year it was definitely hard to see athletes and ladies that I've competed with, that I turned pro with, that I debuted with, now qualifying for Olympia. And and it's I haven't yet even been in a top five for a show. Um, although to get the feedback that I was worthy of it, that felt absolutely incredible. So don't get me wrong. So after these two shows, I was definitely on a high. I felt confident. I felt so good with my posing. And I really appreciated having Phoebe in the posing portal support this year. I think Phoebe really, I just, number one, I have so much respect for her. And she's just such a kind, positive, hardworking, amazing athlete. And I can't say enough good things. But she's also 5'9". So she understands what it's like to have longer limbs, a lankier body, and to understand how to move 
And I've always really been a fan of her posing. So working with her was amazing. So I felt really confident in my posing. I still do. And I feel like this year I really worked my tail off to level up not only my posing, but, you know, in doing so, I'm studying, I'm learning, I'm scrutinizing, I'm living and breathing at you guys. And now as a posing coach, I'm so confident in the feedback and adjustments I'm giving my clients, whether they're bikini or wellness, whether they're, you know, doing their first show or they're trying to get a pro card. So it's that piece was really amazing and and feeling so confident and so good. I went into my last show of the year, which at the time I didn't know it was going to be my last show. I went into the Sasquatch Pro on September 10th. And Sandy was the head judge for both that show and the Nashville show I had done on August 20th. And so in that show, I was shredded. Um, You could see the hamstrings. They were popping. I had filled out a bit because I had about three weeks in between those shows to eat, continue my reverse diet. I was eating about 1,900 plus calories a day outside of any refeed. So Kim was refeeding me fairly often with things like steaks or burgers, just a bit more food. Um, you know, additional carbs, things like that. And so going into that show, I felt super confident. I did decide to switch out my purple fuchsia suit with my royal blue suit, which I had only worn at finals at Tahoe last year. And it's a really beautiful blue um, suit from Toxic Angels. The code is TFS106. And that was actually Laura Lee's 2020 Olympia suit. So it's really, really gorgeous. It's just this bright, vibrant royal blue. It's got some slight notes of green in it from the peacock stone. And I felt great. And unfortunately, I ended up in the first call or the not the first call, the fourth call out. Um, So I ended up at the bottom of the barrel. It felt not good. Uh, Like, you know, I think anyone can understand what that would feel like. It didn't feel good. And the feedback I got was, again, you need more fullness in your shoulders. And I, I really feel like the message I got talking to Sandy and some of the specific direction she gave me after Nashville was, Laura, you need an off season. You are not big enough. Your frame is not filled out yet. You need to keep growing and keep improving to level up as a bikini competitor. Everything else is awesome. The glutes are looking good, although I think they can use, a. L- I think I can just use a little more fullness everywhere, but especially in the upper body. The conditioning, the posing, all of those were good. The look, the suit, all those things were good. Um, and so, you know, I felt like I got dinged a little bit for maybe not listening to the feedback that I got in Nashville. Um, I do really believe that the judges reward or ding you based on how well you live, listen to their direction. And so I think that's a case where I was not really listening, uh, but I wanted to keep competing. I felt good about how I was doing and I wanted to keep the show going. So lesson learned on my part. And the other piece that Kim, Kim Odo had for me as we were reflecting and looking back at the photos in the show is he noticed that the lighting got turned up between the amateur and the pro show. And so the lighting was so harsh that it was washing out a lot of definition and lines. And so you couldn't necessarily tell the difference between someone like myself who had fully visible hamstrings and the ladies that were not lean enough and had no definition because the lights were harsh enough. And especially if you look back at the NPC news, news online photos, you can see it. The lighting was really washing out a lot of those lines. So someone who was in shape and someone who was in shape, looked about the same. So that I think was also a piece too, is that there were ladies that I hate to say it, but definitely were not, not lean enough per pro bikini criteria that placed ahead of me. And that, you know, that hurts too. But at the end of the day, I've got a lot to work on and I'm excited. 
I am with a new team, so I am now a part of Fit Body Fusion, which feels very exciting. It's very new. It's only within the last few weeks because, like I said, my last show was September 10th. Today is October 13th. So it ha- not that much time has passed, but I'm now working with Jamie DeBernard, and she's been incredible. She is very detail-oriented, and I had the chance to really observe her with her athletes because she was at every single show I did this year. So just kind of seeing her... Knowing about the coaching style at Body Fusion, I felt like it would be a good fit. I like having macros in off-season, so I get macro adjustments weekly. And what I do for myself just to kind of stay on track is I, I create my own meal plan each week with the macros I'm given. That Some days I follow exactly, some days I loosely follow, and some days I don't necessarily follow at all, maybe if I'm wanting the more flexibility. But for the most part, I'm kind of following along with that. It just gives me some nice structure It allows me to include the foods that I love, and it also gives me a consistent list of things to buy from the grocery store. So that's that's been really, really cool. And and I cannot say just how amazing this year felt overall. It felt great to go from essentially like last call outs almost every show last year to placing more consistently in the top group, getting feedback that I was of the caliber to potentially be in a top five at a very competitive pro show. So those things felt great. And I'm just very excited to continue to keep learning, to keep growing. I already really like how my body's responding. I'm sitting about two to five pounds above my stage weight. So like I mentioned, my first stage weight this year was about 150. And then the second two shows, I was around 147 and change, maybe 148. And today I woke up at 152 after some late night snacking. So my weight was like 151 yesterday. So I'm maintaining in a very good spot I'm staying lean. You can still see my tie ins. And and don't get me wrong, I've got more body fat, but it's uh, I like where I'm at. I think Jamie likes where I'm at and I feel good. I feel like myself. I feel fit. My clothes are fitting well. I'm still definitely on the smaller side. So my gym clothes in size small are definitely fitting better than the size mediums. But it's a uh, it's just an exciting time and there's so much growth and change that's coming. So in the next couple of weeks, I'll be doing my blood work. But I was very excited this week to get my menstrual cycle back, literally on the dot. So October 10th, got my menstrual cycle literally one month from my last show. It had been probably maybe three or four months since I'd gotten my, my period last. So that's not uncommon for me. I will typically lose my period sometime during my prep. It just really depends on how lean I'm getting, how you know, at what at what rate. So to get that back, you know, when you when you do get that menstrual cycle back, because most of us women do lose it, it's a it's an external sign that your hormones are rebalancing, although it is not the end all be all. It does not mean that your body is 100 percent healthy. You still absolutely need to get blood work. Um, I've had I've had years where my period returns quickly, but then I get my blood work and something like my progesterone is low. And so my the feedback I've gotten from the doctor when that's happened is, hey, Yes, you're getting your menstrual cycle, but you're not actually ovulating with where your progesterone is at. So we need to uh, remediate the situation. So I'm excited for the blood work. I'm excited to, you know, just confirm my body is healthy. Some things I, I haven't done yet, but I usually do. And I did sometimes throughout my prep is I'll probably do a glutathione IV. That's really great for your liver, your kidneys. It's a very strong antioxidant. So when we're taking so many supplements and things, our kidneys and our liver are our body's detoxification system. So they they bear the brunt of all the supplements, fat burners, and I'm talking whether you're natural or enhanced. 
they really do bear the brunt of, you know, the stress and what we put our bodies through during prep. So give them some love, take care of yourself, do your blood work. Again, whether you're natural or enhanced, it does not matter. You need to know that your body's healthy, especially as a woman where our hormones really do have such an effect on, on our bodies and how we feel day to day. So in terms of what's next for me, so a few things that are very exciting coming up. So uh, the team is growing. My coaching business is growing. It's been amazing. I had one of my athletes, Raquel, sweep an entire show a couple weeks ago out in Las Vegas. So that was the Nevada State Championships. She won the True Novice Bikini overall, the Novice Bikini overall, and the bikini, the Open Bikini overall. And the, the feedback from Sandy and Lisa was absolutely incredible. They loved her look. They were just flabbergasted with how high level her physique was as a first time competitor. So they were, Sandy was literally demanding that she goes to nationals and that she tries for her pro card. So we have booked our travel. Raquel is going to be competing in Orlando the weekend of December 2nd and 3rd. And we're so excited. She's doing amazing. We're reversing her a bit to help her full out, to give her body a bit of a break. We'll have her do iron games on November 5th, along with many other ladies on my team and just get her some more stage time and experience before we actually do try for that pro card. It'll also hopefully get her in front of either Tamer or Tarek Algundi, who are the owners of Muscle Contest. So they were not at the Nevada State Championship. Sandy was the head judge. So it will be great for them to see her as well. And outside of that, I now have a new home gym. So my garage is now a fully stocked Bikini Girl's dream home gym, and I just, I'm so happy, you guys. Like, I literally cannot explain how many days I wake up just so grateful and happy to be doing what I'm doing. Like, sometimes I have to pinch myself and remind myself that this is my life. All the things I've dreamed of and worked for have come true, are coming true, and it just makes me very excited for the future. So I've always dreamed, you know, I always dreamed of being a personal trainer, of being fit, of, you know, feeling really confident and beautiful in my own skin. And, and I've had that for a long time, but also having things like the home gym, the pro card, coaching, coaching ladies, having an athlete win an overall, like all of these things are coming true. And I can't just express my gratitude and happiness enough. And I want to encourage you as the listener that if you have dreams or goals, whether they're fitness or not, that you've got to strive for them, you've got to work for them, you've got to show up, you've got to put in more work than the average person would put in if your dreams are above average. If you've got average goals, okay, put in an average amount of work. But if you've got goals that are extraordinary, you're striving for excellence or greatness, or you just want better for yourself and your life, you've got to put in more effort than you think is necessary. And there's so many more things that I want to chat about right now, but I do want to keep it a bit short and sweet since it's a solo episode. I'm going to get this out to you guys quickly because I'm very excited to be putting out content again for Bikini Things, and there's just more coming. I've got YouTube video footage to edit and get up online, so now that I'm out of prep, the great thing is with a little bit more time and more energy and more brain power, I've got more capacity to get get more things out and I'm building a team around me. I've got my bookkeeper in place. I've got my friend Steph, who's an amazing wellness athlete. She's a graph, an amazing graphic designer. So if any of you guys need help with that, I'll pass along her contact. So I'm building a team. Um, I'm on the in the process of onboarding a virtual assistant. So it just feels really freaking amazing and and I just want to shout out you, the listener. If you're still here, you're still listening to this podcast. I love you. I appreciate you. I just I just want to continue doing what I love, sharing more, 
getting out more, being the best coach and content creator I can be because it this is this is my dream, this is my love, my passion and I can't tell you guys how amazing it feels to realize some of these long-term goals that I've had for years and years and years. So before I get rambling too much, I just want to thank you guys again. Have an absolutely amazing week and I will catch you in the next episode of Bikini Thanks. Thanks.